Sunsets from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Let's start from Psalm 137, verse 7 to 16. I have the wrong scripture. Okay. What Psalm is it? 139. Okay. 137. Write these things in our holy hours of the morning. <laughs> I was deep inside the scripture. Okay, so what, let's go again. Let's, seven. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines at the day. The darkness and the lights are both alike to you. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance yet being unformed. And in your book, they were all written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. People who do not know who they are fall for all sorts of gimmicks. Sons who do not know what they are pass on their parents' inheritance or worse still wants to hold on to inheritance for the wrong purposes. Daughters who do not know who they are fall for what their father has already freely given to them. Knowing who you are helps you to jettison some things. If you're a prince, you don't scuffle on the streets. If you're a prince, you lead armies to war. Princesses do not do manual labor because they have servants to carry out their every bidding. Sons of God also have a certain quality they live holy. And sons of God command heaven to bring down rain. Our identity as a people of God is not just in a mere name. <laughs> it is the sums total of the value, the track record, and the authority of the name we write upon our banners. What is the name on your banner? You're flying a mighty banner in the sky. What is that name on your banner? What is that name on your banner? 
the name on the banner of every son of God is Jesus. The authority of that name, the power of that name goes with you when you become a son of God. A son does not live only for enjoyment. A son lives for the essence of the family. When you become a son, what happens is that you always put yourself in the context of who you are. Babies always go for what is most sweetest, what is most quickest. Have you tried to make baby food for a six-month-old baby before? How many of you have tried it? Maybe an auntie, an uncle. They don't used to understand English. They are crying even though the formula is already in your hands. <laughs> they can see everything. But they're already what? Weeping. <laughs> Give me, uncle, why so wicked? Have you ever tried to explain to two-year-olds why they must be patient, why breakfast is not ready? You have to speak another language apart from English. They don't understand it. What they want is now. So babies are not sons. Babies are not sons. Sonship is the ability to delay gratification. The ability to delay gratification makes you a son. To delay what just makes you happy. To look for what just nice and sugary. Sonship causes you to be able to see the bigger picture. And for the bigger picture, you're ready to wait. So, this is an invitation into sonship. Today, the title of the message is a rare breed, a peculiar race, sons and daughters of fire. Can you repeat after me? A rare breed, a peculiar race, sons and daughters of fire. Can we repeat it again? One to go. A rare breed, a peculiar race, sons and daughters of fire. Hallelujah. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? God has always been so creative. He's been making beings. So many times we think we are the only ones God has made. Until you read the book of Ezekiel, read the book of Daniel, read the book of Revelation, you begin to see the kind of creatures that God made. God has been making incredible beings since the beginning of the universe. Personally, I'm not surprised that dinosaurs are mighty sea creatures like massive sharks and whales. Some sharks are so big, they are like a yacht that long, two stories tall. They come out in the water, they can knock down a vessel. We read about this mighty sea creature in, in, in Psalm chapter 74, verse 14. It says, you broke the heads of the Leviathan in pieces and gave them as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Massive creatures also exist in the second heavens. Yeah, We read in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 about this massive influence scriptures. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities. Who are principalities? Powers. Who are powers? Against the rulers of darkness of this age. Who are they? Against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Who are these beings? So your warfare, your real warfare is not in the people you can see. There's another level of warfare the Bible is telling us. So there are creatures at very many different levels. And everything, nothing was created that was not created by God. It means these scriptures were created by God. But at some point in time, they lost their essence and became twisted and became seven other purposes apart from the purpose of God. But these scriptures still have powers. These workers of iniquity. So there are creatures that take a whole generation into something. There are creatures that govern whole cities. For example, in the book of Daniel, we hear about the prince of Persia. Who was this guy? He was not a man. It was a spirit being that governed the city of Persia. So if we take that law into reality, it means there's a prince over Lagos. It means every territory has a, a prince, a spirit that is warring and driving the agenda of the devil in that, prince, in that, in that principality. It's in the context of all of these beings. You know, how many of you have heard about the, the, the decree of the watchers in the book of Daniel? By the decree of the watchers. Who are the watchers? Are they men? Are they angels? <laughs> do, you, do you understand? So, they're just watchers. But who are they? You read about the beings in the book of Ezekiel. Two with head at the back, two heads in the front. Five legs like a lion. Who are these creatures? God has been making many, many creatures. And many of these creatures have power over territories. If it wasn't for the grace of God, many of us as human beings will not match these heavenly bodies of creatures who operate from the second heavens. It was in the context, in the bedrock of these demonic strongholds and fallen spirits and creatures of all kinds that God decided to make a being called man. <laughs> God began to fashion man and he said man has a quality. Man was created in his image and in his likeness. Michelangelo, the famous painter, painted this painting and called it Imago Dei. That finger touching man. Divinity touching humanity. It's a classic painting. What millions of dollars. Imago Dei. The image of God. The image of God. Say I am the image of God. Oh Makashante Brakadusta. This is the underlying message of all of the Bible. It was actually about that interaction between God and man. This rare breed that God was creating. This differential being that God was making. This tender being that God was making upon the face of the earth which the heavens have set their hearts upon. 
The name I love to call this man is Homo Adorans. Say after me, Homo Adorans. Homo means man. Adorans means worshiper. The worshiping creature. Homo Adorans. Say it again, Homo Adorans. The worshiping man. We were created to worship. This being was created to worship. This being was created to adore. This being was created to reflect the glory of God. This man was created to be in the image, in the character, in the beauty, in the expression of God. Hallelujah! So, First Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 7 says, Blessed be God, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us to a living hope to the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved for you in the heavens, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you are grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes when it's tested by the fire may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So what the scripture is saying is that God created man and reserved for him treasures that don't fade. This morning as we were praying, I was talking about treasures that don't fade. How many of you know treasures fade? The best rapper fade. How many of you mother, your mother had George in her, in the bottom of her box? I don't know. Anyone here? I think maybe only my mom. My mom has George in the bottom of her box. It's called bottom box rapper. But if you don't keep it well, what happens is that sometimes when you go there, you kept it so long, you haven't worn it in three years, what happened to it? Termites have eaten it. It's treasure that fades away. How many of you have, had, have seen buildings, the best buildings? You know, they built them, but nobody lived in them. And the building does what? Shh. Treasures that fade away. Some of the things we chase are treasures that fade away. But what God has prepared for you is treasure, inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, it never fades away, reserved in heaven for you. And God keeps it until the time of revelation. God keep it until the time when you will be manifest. God keeps your treasure until the time when the treasure is ready for you. And then God releases that treasure. Over. And then he says, like, even though you're going through some things right now, the trying of, the, of your faith will release the treasure that God has put inside of you. Whatever it is you may be going through, whatever it is that is testing you, whatever it is that is stretching you to breaking point is for the revelation of the treasure inside of you. I pray that some of you, every one of us here this morning will hold on to God regardless of where we are. Hold on to God. Hold on to God because there's a treasure that he has reserved for you. There's an inheritance for every believer. You are his peculiar people. You are the ones he loves. You're the ones he prepared for.
So there's a treasure waiting for you. There's a treasure waiting for you. If you believe this, say amen. The authority of this man God created has always been in contest. From day one, as man began to live in the garden plantain in the east of Eden, the devil began to test him. And one of the things the devil chooses to test is the authority of the man, the voice, the power of homo adorance. Lucifer, fallen angels, and beings of the second heavens continue to battle Adama. That's another name for Adam. See, Adama. These are Hindu, sorry, these are uh, uh, Aramaic and Hebrew names. Adama, A-D-A-M-A-H. Adam, mankind, Adama, always fought by Lucifer, always fought by beings in the heavenly places. What is it that makes man the place of battle? What is it that makes humanity the place of warfare? What is it that makes us the, the target of attack by the princes of darkness? What is this? Can I tell you something? We are the ones he loves. We are the one he loves. You take me just as I am. You choose me all over again. I am the one you love. I am the one you love. I don't have to prove anything. There's room at your table for me. Hey, I am the one you love. I am the one you love. He said his love upon you before you were created. He said, I delight in you. I rejoice over you. I sing over you with singing. You are the object of my delight. You are the one I take pleasure in. That is why there's contest for man. I tell you, it's the love of God for us that makes the heavenlies to be aware. This thing that God is paying so much attention to, let's test it. Let's stretch it. Let's try it. Let's prove it. Let's try to squeeze man. <laughs> it's love. The heavens have record of those who submit to the will of God. The heavens bear record of those who yield themselves to the will of God. The heavens have record of the, of the Adams who worship the true homo adorance. And to them, authority is given. Authority is according to obedience. Authority is according to the people who yield to the agenda of God. Authority is given to those who understand that regardless of what they go through, God reigns in their lives. This received the power. This received the grace to walk through the earth. Authority comes when man connects back to the spirit of creation. The heavens keep account of those who submit to God. And submitting to God is the way to obtain a higher ranking. From submission, a differentiation begins. God begins to differentiate between those who submit to Christ and those who do not submit. 
those who submit begin to elect themselves into a being it's for whoever comes for whoever wills but it's not many are called but few are chosen so the choosing process is like you choose yourself and said, I'm going to be an obedient child to God. I'm going to be a compliant child to God. And by choosing God, your authority begins to rise. By electing to walk with God, your authority begins to grow. Obedience makes you a peculiar breed. Obedience sets you apart in the cosmos of power, of power beings in the world. Obedience begins to bring you into, into a compliance with the will of the Father. Because don't forget, what made the demonic spirit to, be be, to be become beasts? What made Lucifer to become twisted? What made these beings that were angelic beings that stood in heaven and touched the skies to become distorted? So elect, elect yourself to step into the place of grace. Choose yourself to step into the place of authority. How? By loving the Lord. By being grateful for his agenda in your life. By celebrating who he is to you. By saying, Lord, I'm not offended in your ways. I'm not offended in what you're making out of me. I'm not offended at you, Lord. I'm not annoyed that you choose to make me this way. The Bible says, kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, when they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful. No gratitude twists you. Lack of ingratitude makes you to become twisted. When God is working in your life and you can't say, God, thank you, it twists your nature. It twists your nature. Kadus tamahino shaya kule tamarita bakute makasandoli ke yanamba. Oh, for the sons that will rise and yield themselves and enter into the realm where spirits, where sons come to do business with God. When the man of God stands, when Homo adorans enter in, when Adamas of the earth step into the realm of the spirit and begin to work with the spirit that made the whole universe and begin to intersect and have fellowship with the spirit of the whole universe or that your life will be will be that life that has this fellowship that opens the door from season to season into a realm into a realm come into a realm guys come into a realm by obedience by yielding to God come into a realm Hebrews chapter 2 Verse 5. For he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you take care of him? You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hand. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put in, in for in that he put all things in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things yet put under him, but we see Christ. Give me the next verse, verse 8.
You have put all, the, all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things yet put under him. Verse 9. But we see. Can we read this together? But we Oh, I can't hear you guys. You're sleeping. Say it. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for all of us. We don't see everything bowing down to Christ yet, but we see Jesus. The entire world is not living in obedience yet, but we see Jesus. People have not fallen and left themselves and said, let Jesus lead us yet, but we see Jesus. He took the prize for us. He tasted death for everyone. He tasted death for you. He tasted the life that was broken for you. And the objective is to put everything under his feet. What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you visit him? I know many of us, our main problem is unbelievers who are doing well. You know? And look at the world, you see like the people who don't pray, pray much, they're doing okay. They're cursing God and getting away. They're doing business and getting money. They're stealing elections and becoming president. They're doing, they doing stuff all over. And it seems like as if the whole righteous people are powerless. And uh, uh, you're being told in your face that it doesn't matter. And that, and, that, and, that, and that congratulations, let the nations go forward. Let's forget, let bygones be bygones. Psalm 38, 37 verse 1 to 8. Let's read it together. One to go. Do not fret yes, because of evil doers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your own way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in the way, because of the man who brings wicked scheme to pass. Do not be fretting yourself because of the people who are doing well, even though they have all the money in the world. Do not fret about them. We are all not the children of God. I want to remind you that we are all creatures of God, but we are all not the sons of God. Some people are sons of Belial. Some people are sons of Satan. Some people are sons of the wicked. They are not sons of God. The wicked, as called by the Bible, are those who do not seek the will of God in everything they do. When you do whatever you want, this is how you know that you're not peculiar. You're in the crowd. Ask someone, are you in the crowd? The mass of humanity are not God's children. They are readying themselves for the fire of hellfire. And let me tell you, there is a literal hellfire that is going to burn everyone who doesn't receive the salvation that God has offered. It's either you accept the image of God 
and rise into homo adorance or you reject the image of God and you fall into a beastly creature. Can I repeat that? It's either you accept the image of Christ and you rise to become a homo adorance or you reject the image of God and you fall into a beastly creature. You may be alive, but you're already a beast. You're like Satan. You're like one of those dismembered bodies, these spirits that have, you know, eye falling out of their sockets. How many of you have seen those vampire diaries? Those kind of movies. Like, honestly, you are like fallen like that. Already fallen. But once you arise to hold the life of God, guess what? You become homo adorance. Say, I am homo adorance. Because there's worship in me. Because there's praise in my heart. Say it, I am homo adorance. <laughs> I'm a worshiper. The worshiper in me is alive. <laughs> Some of you, you're too dry, you're too formal. Like I can stand and say, hey guys, I'm a worshiper. Worship makes you to rise in value in the spirit realm. Self-will makes you to drop to be a beastly realm. Knowing your own ideas and driving by your own mindset makes you fall to a beastly level. That's how Lucifer became a beast. That's how those demons that you see, that's how they became distorted. It's by disobedience to the life in God. Death doesn't happen in one day. Death, death is a continuous process of disform, disformation of the created being of God. And many people who do alive already started the process of death. We are all not the children of God. It's those who walk in obedience that can call themselves the sons of God. The mass of humanity are ready for hell. So rise today into becoming a heavenly being. Rise today to the level greater than angels. Rise above hell and damnation. There's no middle place. There's no middle place. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 to 6. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of your confession Jesus Christ who was faithful to him who appointed him can you see that how was Jesus faithful in all the ways of God consider Jesus Christ the high priest of your confession who was faithful to him who appointed him just like Moses was faithful in all of God's house for this one Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses Inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone. But he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all the house of God as a servant. For a testimony of things which are to come to be spoken of afterward. But Christ as the son over his own house. Whose house you are. We are the house of Christ if we hold fast the confidence and rejoicing of hope firm to the end. We are the house of Christ. We are better than Moses. Better than Moses is here. Better, Moses was a servant. We are sons. 
By Christ Jesus coming to pay the price of sonship, you become a son. He was the firstborn among many brethren to bring many sons to glory. If you like to say amen. amen. He was the firstborn among many brethren to what? To bring many sons to glory. Hallelujah. The fabric of our priesthood rests on, an, on a holy internal configuration. As you allow God to configure you in priesthood, then all of a sudden, that quality of God begins to fall upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. In rounding up, there are some people called, called out ones. We are the called out ones. First John chapter 4, verse 17. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the, in, the judge, in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is in heaven, so I am on this world. You are, we are all created by God, but not all of us are peculiar. Long ago, God started the process of separation. God began to appoint for himself a holy ecclesia on the earth. These are the called out ones. We are not unbelievers. We have no communion with darkness. We have no fellowship with Belial. We have no agreement with idols. We become temples of the holy God. Instrument by which Abba will be revealed in every place in the world. And he will be glorified through us. Abba will be glorified through us. We are the ecclesia of God. We are the called out ones. We are the separated ones. We are the holy Sanhedrin of God. We are God's holy parliament on the earth. What we legislate on earth, heaven backs up because we connect to a life eternal. Something bigger than here. We are God's holy ecclesia. Say, I am God's holy ecclesia. Hallelujah. So, this scripture, very interesting. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? What part has a believer with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. And do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you I'll be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters says the Lord Almighty. All the greatness of God in a human vessel is lost. If that vessel looks, acts and thinks just like the world. Therefore God invites us to declare who we are. To lift up our voices and declare what he has done in us. We are to refresh our spirits with our identity and to shout in revelation as the Holy Spirit reveals to our spirit that we are His. 
That's how you become a son and a daughter of fire. Is that acceptance? There's a part for you to play. God doesn't just finish it all. He wants you to play a part. What's your part? Say accept and declare. Say it again. Accept and declare. And act it out. The other day in the office, I was saying to someone, it's not humility when God says you are a dog. You go around saying I'm a cat. Do you understand? God says you are a dog. You keep on saying I'm a cat. I'm going around doing meow, meow, meow. God says you are a dog. And please don't be a chihuahua. No. No. Be a big dog. Be a Rottweiler. Be an Alsatian. Back big. It's not humility for you to be a cat when God says you are a dog. Ask your neighbor, are you a dog or are you a cat? Be a big dog. Tell your neighbor, be a top dog. Be a... When the word of God takes hold of you, when the word of God sits on the inside of you, it causes a staring. That's what it means to be a son of fire. There's a fire that flows. The zeal of God has consumed me. It burns my soul. A mighty force that cannot be stopped. A fire that cannot be quenched. Burning. A new generation burning. The finishing generation burning. A people of God burning. Sons and daughters of fire burning. A people of God rejoicing in Christ Jesus, declaring the glory of God, saying mighty things in the spirit, not between and betwixt, not putting your leg in the world and wanting God, putting yourself wholly into God, losing your identity from the world and embracing a new character of Christ. Say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm holiness and power. Say, I'm, I'm full of the Spirit of God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That someone will wake up and see that they are a pure breed. You are created pure. You are made clean. You are a peculiar people. You are a son and a daughter of fire. You are a pure breed. The, the work of God on the inside of you is clean. The, the accusation of the devil falls short on your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to put up a PowerPoint and I want all of you guys to stand up. Let's shout this on top of our voices. You're going to declare who you are today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say amen. Say I will declare who I am in God. Okay, let's declare. Lord, recreate me from within. Form me afresh. 
Recreate me in the secret, O Hashem Elohim. Make me, O Jehovah Ra, my good shepherd. Bring your servant back to the cross where your perfect image is so visible. Place your holy hand upon me. Emboss your holy name on me. Call me by my name for I am yours. I am swapping the essence of who I used to be. I am growing and maturing in Christ. More than words, you have paid a hefty price. Your love preserves me. I am so overwhelmed by your ultimate sacrifice that you were cut down, ripped apart and killed by the icy cold hands of your own very creation. But you Lord, by great love and power stayed. This is who I am. You're making me more spiritual even as I am physical. You seize my emotions and conquer my spirit. I yield never looking back. I never unbundle what you're making out of me. I am becoming more like you in every way. You are the essence of beauty in life and death. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your words and I know this very well. You live in me. I am your reflection in this world. All who see me have seen you and know you. My character, disposition and preferences mirror you. I will never unbundle what you're making out of me. I am becoming more like you in every way. I give up my ways. Christ is now the life I live. I know you did it all for me. I'm so overwhelmed by your gratitude that you were humiliated, cut down, bled and killed by the wicked and cold icy hand of your very creation. May I never forget what great love end for me. You called me by your name. I am yours when rivers and floods arise. I will not drown. When fires, kindles and flames arise, I will not be consumed. As men call upon their idols, I call upon you. You are my God almighty to save and to deliver. Lord, take over. I know I am chosen. I have your words in me. I am peculiar because you set me apart. Since the beginning of the world, who has seen a creator like you who waits on his creation to pour out more life, beauty, and purpose? You keep staring in me. You do not just over. You are within me, working it out. Of all things, I pursue only one. None of all the agendas I have set satisfies but one. All of the purposes I pursue, there is only one. I need no accolades or acclaim, but one. I become aggressively ambitious for one. Jesus, his name is Jesus. Your agenda is my purpose. Who you are 
is all I want to be as you pour yourself in me I see your zeal for broken men let's fight battles to rescue the humble you wear me like a weapon in your hand like a sharp instrument for war I have no more selfish sentiments you are riding out as our commander we are sons and daughters of fire every enemy territory is for Christ let this fire be kindled we are a rising force that cannot be contained open the mighty inferno of your work in my heart and in my day kindle in my generation a fire that cannot be quenched I am a son and I am a daughter of fire I am a son and I am a daughter of fire say it again I am a son and I am a daughter of fire hallelujah thanks for listening to this message from the hills church our mission is to love people connect with family and touch the world learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org 